Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Movies by the Letter. Um, I'm Jonathan. To my right is my good friend, Carter. Hello everyone. Uh, uh, follow me uh, At the head of the table across from me <laughs> is Nick. At Mr. Blister. Hello. Oh, you're just going to interrupt me now? Okay. Hello. And those are the those are the two. Mr. Blister, so, Letterboxd. Uh, today is and, uh, December twenty first. Mr. Blister. What we're not gonna do is talk over each other to this because it doesn't make for good podcasting. Well, yeah. you interrupted both of us. You're trying to do shameful it's plugs a already. Before. Oh yeah, we should probably plug we start. It the plugs are at the yeah. end. Okay. Never. Shameless plugs. Shameless. Shameless plugs don't come in the beginning. What's our first film? What's your joke moment? Also, be once film? we get our mm-hmm. once we get our um our sponsorships. I said, what is our first film? We don't. Well, no, I have to explain the premise yeah. of our oh, podcast yeah, yeah. first. Every literally everyone listening to this will be a new listener. Okay. Unless they're it's nuts to the future and they're coming back and want to go through the catalog. Are we backwards. taking? We starting it over? It's no, this is this is two. this is the whole thing. Okay. So, movies by the letter. We got three guys here each week. We're gonna do three movies. But the catch, the gimmick, is that they all start with the same letter that we've chosen via random letter generator. And for week one, we got the letter D. D is in dog. Dog is some may or may not be foreshadowing. <coughs> so so the first D is mine. That's do the right thing. The Spike Lee joint. Um, basic premise of this one is we're in Brooklyn. Got a lot of different cultures clashing. And all hell breaks loose. By a lot, you mean four? There's more than four what cultures. What are the four cultures? Oh, no, there's white people. We're not, we don't want to well, get canceled already, <laughs> right? Let's be careful. I'm just All saying, right. I'm just saying. Let's rank culture the and, cultures. Culture and race. <laughs> culture and race are different things. All right. We're ranking the cultures <laughs> we're not from best do- to worst. We're not doing that. Um, First white is last. All right. Well, let's white start. Um, but yeah, there's a heat wave going on, and it's it's a movie about cultural clash, basically. Yes. So it's seeing as it's my movie, and I've seen it. This is my second time seeing it. I want to get your guys' thoughts all right. On it. I so, guess I'll start first. Nick starts. I really loved it. Oh no, there is. Sounds good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but why? Why it's, did you love it? I think the characters really sell this movie. Like, there's so many member- memorable characters. Like, yeah, name um, Dumeir. My personal is favorite is Dumeir. He's great. He's the just a homeless guy that gets constantly drunk. He gets drunk, but he also he's, he's like also a he has a heart of gold. He he's a pillar. He's the pillar of the community. He's the moral voice. Yeah. Many, uh, other than Sam Jackson, who's like literally the moral voice in this yeah. movie. Well, he's, he's that Sam kid. Jackson is more like the director's voice of like this is what the movie is about. Yes. 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 So glad you liked it. Uh, what are your thoughts, Carter? I also loved it. I thought it was incredibly enjoyable. Uh, I like to keep a movie's, I don't know, I guess cultural significance out of reviews because, I mean, there's racist. obviously... Because you're a closet racist. racist. No. Okay. Obviously, there's plenty of very important, significant films that have been made that will always stand as greats because, you know, uh, this, 
in that point of time, they served some significance, but um, I don't know, if your review is your own personal opinion, I think you should generally try to ignore that and just look at the film on its own merits. And I quite enjoyed... Amen, wow. I quite enjoyed Do the Right Thing. I thought it was excellent. I think the characters are incredibly fun to watch. Uh, I like the way the movie presented its message. It's not really preachy. And when it is preachy, it feels natural. It feels like something the characters would do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a very aesthetically pleasing film. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh. I was gonna, I was gonna, no one had brought that up. Yeah, I was gonna and, uh, Cause I think this, this movie very is- Very bright, colorful. <laughs> so fun to look at. Yes. Yeah. It's, Constantly. It, it really is, it's a blast. And then it turns into not a blast. It, that movie, I was a shift in this that movie. That movie yes. has a There's incredibly turned. Um, are we doing spoilers? Yes. Yeah, this yeah. movie okay. is from the seventies. Uh, if you haven't seen it, yeah, go film. watch all and of these films before, before you. Watch you... 80s. No, it's eighties. It's late eighties. I guess I'm miseducated then and an idiot. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, no. Obviously, we should probably look up what year the movie is. Yeah, from for, we actually don't know. It's late eighties. Yeah, we actually didn't even watch it. Alright, I just watched the trailer. Obviously, before you listen to this podcast, if anyone is listening to this, um, watch the watch the movies because in order to have meaningful discussions about it, we have to discuss the plot. Yeah, and or don't unless you don't and just care. Get it all spoiled for you like yeah. an idiot. Yeah, or yeah, or just if you don't want to actually watch it. Nineteen eighty-nine. He was almost two full decades off. Well, seventy-nine. That could be like wow, ten years. Could be wow, technically. Um, but yeah, I think the first time I saw this movie, I think I watched the DVD version of it in in my film class because Ooh. Um, real real genius. I'm a genius now. Yeah, so you guys yeah could, I don't need to take you guys a could class. Learn, you guys know. could learn a couple of <laughs> things. Um, yeah, okay. But yeah, we watched it in DVD form, and even then I thought it was like it was very interesting to look at. But like, the Blu-ray edition, the colors like just they really popped. Pop. Like, shout out to Criterion. Yeah, cool. shout out to Criterion. Um, yeah, not so sad. for my um, petition to get through. Your Freddy Got Fingered? Yes, my Freddy Got Fingered petition. Uh, we'll be doing a Freddy Got Fingered uh, <laughs> oh, petition. So. We're shouting that out. Go right, check. Go on Criterion. None um, of us have seen it, but we want to. Yes. We want it on Criterion. We're not I'm watching it. See it <laughs> We're not Criterion. watching it Once until we, we can to, read a book. If we ever, no, if we ever get to F, you better believe we're watching Freddy Got Fingered. I'm easily going to choose that first. But yeah, it's going to be a race to see if Let's stick to the movies we actually watch. All right, so do um, the right thing. Uh, yeah, the end. Do you? Does okay. anyone want to go? I want to. No, no, I want to. have a question. Yeah. Do you think yes. Mookie did the right thing? And I what don't. are your thoughts? Uh, I have a take on this. That really does. Get I appreciated that the movie really didn't take a stance on whether Mookie did the right thing. In fact, when uh, we already said spoiler alert. Yes, right? we did. All right. When the credits roll and the Martin Luther King quote comes and, up, uh, I immediately was like. Well, this is dumb because it's just saying the message of the movie. I think much. I really like. But that. then, oh, like that. but then the, the Malcolm X quote came up, and I was like, okay, it's showing both sides mm -hmm. of the coin, which is what the movie did the yes. entire time, I think and I appreciated that. The mayor works as the Martin Luther King approach, as trying to be more peaceful, mm -hmm. but by the end, Mookie is just 
full Malcolm X movement. May, maybe mother sister and I think is more of the mother X because she's all. Yeah. Yeah. Malcolm X. But she is a mother X. She is mother X. She is mother X. And I I think that's important because, as you see in the picture of them together, only like when work, when those two, like, work together. When those two ways of protest work together, it's the only way it will work. Like, you can't go too far on either side. However, you think Mookie didn't do the right thing? I think he did. Because what I think he was doing was he was directing attention away from the people. He thought that they were going to mm. attack the Italians, it's so he threw that. He he didn't look look at it like a, he was pretty emotionless about doing it. Like watching that the second time, it I further cemented it to me because the mob was coming towards the Italians, and I think he was like, "Okay, I need to stop this." So he threw that through there. Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with. Well, I just don't believe <laughs> that that was his purpose in doing that. I think it was the entire movie Mookie's kind of uh, not really taking a stance on anything involving any of his co-workers, even the, well, I believe, Pino, 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 Spanish. Wow, well, whatever. Uh, Pino. Whatever. <laughs> oh, wow. Cancel alert, cancel uh, alert. That's the soundboard. Pino's character, even when he's uh, uninhibitedly racist, uh, Mookie doesn't really take a stand on it. So I think that was the final final moment where he decided I'm going to take a stand against this. And that was the moment where he decided to do the right thing and finally act out against what he thought was racism. Well, like I, I just fine. think he saw the situation for what it was, that it wasn't these people's fault. They weren't the ones really being racist. You know? That's an There's, interesting take. He, everyone's he drops okay. The hard arm. I think the point of this movie is that everyone in this city is racist. The city is a yes. is boiling over. The heat is making like the heat is symbolic of the tension. I think Mookie sees that he's one of the most level-headed people in this, and I think he's like, okay, this violence doesn't need to be perpetrated against these people. This mob is angry no matter what. They're gonna do something. I don't want it to be. I don't want them there any more death tonight or injury. I'm this is gonna this is the only way to distract them. You know what I mean? I do not I, 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 I think give that's, what, an inter- that's my perspective. That's, that isn't I how I interpreted it, but I think that could add another layer to it could add another layer to Mookie's character. Because I don't I think, think that he, as I don't him taking a final stand against the his uh, employers. But like what were they besides Pino? The other two were with him. So I mean, tries getting with his sister though, so that could. Yeah, but Sal, Sal shows Sal shady shows characteristics. he does show shady and characteristics. He and does. He, drops bl- he blows up at the end. end. I agreed, but and like that's because indirectly of, leads to Radio's death, which could also. Yes, but I think the point of that was that it wasn't the Italians' fault. There, it, one, it's the whole. It was the police's fault too. Obviously. They were in their shop doing this. Causing mayhem. That is also these true. Italian, that is also true. I, these Italian Americans don't need to put black people on their wall. You know what I mean? I, I agree with that. And I I also agree with. I don't think he should have smashed the radio. Oh God. hundred percent. I don't. But like things were escalating there. I think it was blowing. As up. soon as yes. he starts saying the N word with a hard R and resorting to violence, it all just blows. Well, up yeah, but you see, all these people are using these words. Everyone's using words for everyone else. I would say... I would say, just because other people do it, 
It's not. That's. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying it's okay, but I'm saying I think the point of this movie was, especially with the people. scene where you see all the racist monologues, is to show yeah. that this is universal. Mm-hmm. One thing I, I appreciated like, about the this movie, mo- it didn't take this movie didn't take sides. Yes. Yeah, it didn't take sides, and I also appreciate it didn't have one of the worst parts of uh, I don't know what to call it, like race movies woke or movies. woke movies, movies. Is the uh, obnoxiously overtly racist character that i was yeah yeah i was gonna say like this this movie i think almost every character there are times in which you want to root for them like Like, even the police i think the only the only character that i think is like full out like one of the only ones i think is full out bad is pino yes yeah it's hard to root for him it's hard to root for pino and i think it's sometimes it's hard to root for um even the guy who got his uh, car hose down. I mean, I would be <laughs> pretty pissed well, yeah. off too. I like pretty pissed too. I think the other. I think he's one end of the coin. I think Spazzin' Out was his name. The bugging out. The bugging out. Bugging out. Yeah. I think he's the other end of the coin. Who those are two people who are unwavering in their opinions. Yeah, two extremes. Of, They're the extremes, yeah. and I think those are the only two. Like everyone, like I found myself like rooting for Sal. Because I think he clearly, yeah. he shows love for these people. But, like, well, his only thing is when people come into his store and start causing ruckus mm-hmm. in his place of business, mm-hmm. that yeah. is, like, what his life has been built on. Like, because, that's when he has yeah, a problem. At the end. Throughout that, I think he has a, he's allowed to have a problem with that. We haven't mentioned this yet. This movie <laughs> takes place over the course of one day. One day. Yes. And... Uh, really, Sal deals with people's shit the entire day, yeah, nonstop. Day. And I think story. his explosion at the end, but with breaking the radio, was just the culmination of all that Agreed. anger and frustration built up. He had to deal with his his kids messing fighting. up everything Mookie and being, constantly Mookie fighting. Being Mookie being the worst, the worst employee, employee, employee of all. Let's be honest, they're all the worst employee of but all But Mookie time. takes it to another level. Mookie he takes three hours and, three and, 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 and then he complains that like he His has to stay a little longer. Mookie, he's like, he's, he's, he's the worst employee of all bad. Time. He's bad all around. You know what I mean? <laughs> Besides being very level-headed, he's a terrible he's like a terrible brother. Dad. He's a terrible he's father. It's just clear that he's like, Quite honestly, Quite the honestly, most, that the least though. morally corrupt person in this film is probably Demayer. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And Demayer has a drinking problem, and maybe he abandoned his kids. It's in, it's, it's implied he has a kind of rough, rocky yes, background. Yeah. And I mean, Martin Luther King even had a pretty rough background. I mean. There were the allegations that he beat his wife. And, and his old tweets resurfaced. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something about gay people. Mm. Oh, sorry about Kev- Kevin sorry, Hart. Sorry, Mr. King. Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. The king. It's the difference. Um, Mr. Hart. That was a joke. <laughs> um, Dead air. I, yeah, I also, <laughs> I also like, like, there's so... We'll cut that part There's out. so many we'll little, cut. like, subplots in this movie going on. And there's so many things going on, but I think it all connects together so well. Yes. Like, there, yes, it, it could have been, it could have been easy flow. for this to be very disjointed in the amount of things it's trying to sell and the amount of characters it has. Like, it has the amount of characters that you'd see a TV show, like a Game of Thrones-style TV mm-hmm. show, but it compiles it all into 120 minutes. And it's very tight. It all flows together. It's coherent. And, like, all the characters are lovable and fun. I it's funny. I, I know he's this time really it's hilarious. Funny. I don't know if you guys got this vibe too. Did you get like a stage play esque vibe? Yes, because to it? one location does seem like a stage play. I want to talk about 
this too, because... Um, Which kind of reminds me of another movie What I we are going to discuss. <laughs> what, I read, what I read about this and what I learned in class is that Spike Lee wanted it known that this is a movie. Like, he wanted that... Mm-hmm. Like, you mm-hmm. see in the opening credits, like, that's very clearly a stage mm-hmm. which those yeah. opening credits are awesome yeah I think. is that Tina dancing yeah that's Tina dancing okay. because while this movie is showing how cultures are mm-hmm. clashing he want to show that you, in order to make this movie all these cultures had to go come together you know mm-hmm. you think, so you think about that point and I think like that's why he wanted it to look very like you wanted to make it this is a production this is art mm-hmm. like we all had to come together to do this There's, it's all love here one thing I mean, that we haven't talked about yet is we've talked a lot about how fun the movie is. There's a lot of really funny moments. There's a lot of really funny characters. A lot of the jokes are really landed for me. It's really. It's yeah. more. It's Especially there's less jokes with like it's punch like setups and funny punch characters. Yeah. It's more like the characters are so enjoyable. And they're they're not even necessarily natural, Sweet but they're Willie. just like Sweet he, there's a flow so to them funny. that. <laughs> it's excellent. And he's constantly funny. It feels like you're hanging out with your friends a lot of the yeah. movie. It's and like a hangout movie. It's such like you it's can a tell hangout movie with a message. Yes. You can tell that this is like a community. Like the scene that like the scene that really did that for me is when um Pino and Sal are sitting. You can see through the window. Yes, I was you can see the, the mm-hmm. fruit stand across and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, over there is where Sweet Dick Willie sits. Yeah. There's the vegetable shop. Here's that like this is such a tight community and and it shows like there's a sense of like there's a sense of like everyone knows each other, but there's, it's also easy to see like why this tight community clashes. There, there really isn't a lot of I don't know narrative drive to the film. There's not like much of a story. Yeah. There's no, but it, it, it's never boring, and that's because the characters are so enjoyable to watch. I and there, there the is main, like there's, the there's main, a rhythm to the film. The main thread is the pictures on the wall and the boycotts. But that is almost yeah, like early brought it's up. It's not yeah. like a de- not like constantly developing story where you learn new things and yeah. Le- it's more like learn about this community and then an event Boom. happens and you understand you believe that this event would happen based on everything that's been gathered. Yeah. Throughout. I think the best part of this movie is there basically is no plot so you're just watching these characters live their life. It's very which can be incredibly boring, but, uh, but it's this, not because the yes. characters are and the I mean, the writing yes. in this is such so great. It I is think really great. like every like every it seems very like authentic, mm-hmm. but you can tell that all the writing is authentic. yeah. It's to witty. Each, it's fast. Each race, it's funny. Each culture. It's all it's all very mm-hmm. authentic. Like you can tell that you there's can a tell lot of effort Spike put into cared. that. Yeah, he obviously like. I would hope he cared about his own movie. So, no, there's movies where you can see he does okay. not care. So Jexy. So did the, Spike Lee make Jexy? Maybe Google this. <laughs> so uh, you're, you're watching the movie. You're having a great time. You're laughing. You're joking around. Even you're, up you're until cracking jokes. Even up until the pizza. Until scene. things start to culminate. And Sal snaps, Once, as we've mentioned. As he Sal, smashes the record player, that's the shift. Yeah. Sal right there. freaks it's out. Late in the movie. It's ve- it's smashes, uh, what was his name? Radio, Radio Rahim. Rahim. Yeah, Radio Rahim. Mm-hmm. Smashes Radio Rahim, who's, it's been established he has some anger problems, Radio I Rahim. Unpopular opinion, he might be my least favorite character. He was the no, least developed. I like Ray Rahim. He didn't need to be, he was in, I think he was the mysterious character. Yeah. Right. Now that I'm thinking back, he does have some pretty great scenes. The love-hate scene is one of my favorites. Yes, that scene is very good. Yeah. It's fine. 
but the love hate scene, I love. Here. Yeah. I love the love hate scene. I think he, I just love. I love. I like how stoic he is and he is how very... how he he's another one who's just unwavering in his opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I think Radio Rahim and Sal are kind of two sides of the yeah, same. Yeah, because they both in that they both understand. Both love. are stoic. Both I don't think at in their heart are racist people mm-hmm. or are hateful or violent people. But I think both of them reached their boiling point in that moment. Because the whole movie, Radio Rahim had been taking shit from people for playing his radio. I mean, the whole movie. Some of it was I warranted. Mean, he was blasting it. Warranted. In the same side of that coin, some of Sal's crap. Yeah, 100%. I mean, Sal did mm-hmm. flirt with Mookie's little girl. He's allowed to do that. Yeah. I mean, Mookie. Mookie was flirting Mookie was with being... his little sister, That's too. No, let's talk about but it. Let's I talk like, about the opening scene of the Jesus. movie. It's I didn't Mookie, think it was that sexual. Tickle, tickle. <laughs> I thought he kissed her on the neck. I, I don't too. know. I oh, he just might have resting, imagined that. He was just resting there. I was like, oh, a nice couple. And he's like, yeah, no problem, sis. I was like, wait, what? No, they're, no she said something like my brother. And I was like, oh, okay. Maybe they're brother. not. But then, no, they're, they're related. It's incredibly I creepy. Didn't, I didn't think it was creepy. But, and yeah. Jonathan came in with the movie trivia. That's his real sister. Real sister. Yes. So extra creepy layer there but what i want to say is again going back to the radio rahim and his radio his radio like as if you want to use a, an analogy whatever here mm. as sal is to his pizzeria radio rahim is to his radio like yes. he what is his matters to him so when that got destroyed like it makes sense you see the parallels like his thing gets destroyed and sal's thing destroyed yeah ironically so they're very par- they're both very big mm-hmm. characters they're Violence big presence yeah Iron- ironically too both of those characters are the most tolerant of people's crap throughout the movie as well because yeah. other characters kind of snap do many snaps throughout <laughs> but with them it both bottles inside of them until they finally explode at the end in a scene where the tone of the movie completely shifts and yeah, I was, we were all watching. We were laughing. Gauging. We were cracking jokes, and then everyone just went silent for pretty much until the, <laughs> the end of the, movie, the film. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was. I don't think that I was, was. I knew it was the first time I watched it. My reaction was like, was like as soon as the radio was snapped. The way that scene escalates is like is one of the best things I've seen like in a movie. Like in movie escalation, like it's so well done. Yeah, the that, whole movie is escalation, but like that scene in particular really like. From when they walk in there to like when the when he pins that picture on the wall, it escalates so well. That, that's when I that's when it's I like, realized I love this movie is because I realized because the whole movie is escalating, but you don't notice it because you're having such a great time. But when that happened, I, I it kind of hit me what mm-hmm. the what the message of the film is yeah. and how well executed the whole film was, and I think that's why it's become this major cultural symbol and this huge moment in film history is because of how well executed all of its ideas were. Yeah, it's it's not just like all the ideas are there, what it's trying to say is great, but like it's just done so stylistically. Like one the one word I can think of when this movie is like it's just style. Like this movie has so much style and charisma and I think it just and it uses it to tell such a great story. Like from like every like cinematography wise, I think every shot yeah. is just so interesting. Like it maintain all, it's always moving around. Like, like the camera's always it has a lot of like mm-hmm. a lot of shot from angles, Dutch angles. The Dutch angles. Dutch angles 
Um, it's, it's not annoying Dutch angle. It's not it's annoying. Just, uh, it's, yeah. it's just like but it's not like a Michael Bay film. It's purposeful. I love yeah. like the scene where Ray Rahim's doing his love hate, and like mm-hmm. the camera yes. shifts like around facing him, and then shifts back up to yeah. them. Probably I my, think my the favorite shot movement. of the film is probably the the sh- you've already mentioned it. The shot of. Sal talking to mm-hmm. Pino, and, you see, and, you and then he walks outside and starts yelling at Smiley, and then you hear Sweet, what's his name? Sweet Dick. Sweet Dick Willie. Sweet Dick Willie. That's like, uh, that's, uh, Sweet Dick Willie is repetitive. God, it's I redundant. Love, I love that. His character is so fun. Yeah, those characters who sit under the umbrella are... The the first scene with them is you immediately get a sense of their chemistry and it's awesome. Also, I love what it's trying to do there is you you have these three guys who have to sit and stare at these um, Asian... Mm -hmm. They didn't never specify what... Korean, I think? I don't know, because they said Korean, Chinese, whatever they are. They they have to constantly stare at these people who have created Well, according to them, they're black. Yes, true. But yeah, I, they have I to really they like have to scene. stare at them every day and like see how they're like they've made it in this they came to this um community late and they've already found something for themselves, but these people have been here probably their, their whole lives and they've mm-hmm. just been sitting around doing nothing. And I like the scene where he's like, We need to stop everyone's always blaming their failures because they're black. We need to stop doing that. I think I think that's a great I like that sentiment. Yeah. But and yeah, that's a great shot. One of my favorite shots is that's I love the shots. Yes, yeah, I love the shots when they're when the fight goes out into the street, and like it's cutting between. Mm-hmm. You can see everyone's face like over Sal, and I think I think it's so well. It's like so precise in how it was shot. Like it's and it just everything about those whole scenes is so chaotic, but it's it's so purposeful in what it's doing. I just it's great. Yeah. Uh, I think did we cover everything? I don't really have anything else to say except Smiley's character is really bizarre. I like Smiley. I do like Smiley, but I Smiley's I don't know. Yeah, it's an interesting. It's interesting. He's an interesting character. He just kind of added to the environment. Yeah, he kind of added to like the like I don't know. Maybe on a second watch, I could pick up something more. Yeah, I'm hoping because he seems interesting. Seems like he does add something. I'll uh, say on the second watch, I liked it even more. Yeah, it seems like you would uh, because you get to think. We want to do scores. Yeah, I'm yes. thinking, are we ready to wrap Nick? it up? Uh, um, I'm feeling a 9 out of 10. Saw 9 out of 10. Uh, I was going to uh, probably go with an 8.5, but uh, I could easily see that going up to a 9 at, upon a second watch. So, I mean, it's closer to a 9 than a 7. So. Probably in the eight to eight and a half range. I'm going nine. Yeah. All right. I think we're all we're all pretty much yeah, in agreement. Yeah, a good one for this one. All right. Good pick. Okay. Um. Pick. So starting out <laughs> strong. Um, what they say? Save the best for last. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so we're, we're moving on, on to the second I film. I thought I was the the guy. I don't know. It can shift around. I yeah. don't care. I mean, you're not the host. You were just gonna introduce. All us. right. My well, usually movie. the host introduces. So. All right. My no, movie. I chose Dark Waters, or Dark Water. I do need to think. Nick doesn't know anything about his Because he's racist. Yeah. He's racist. I can't remember Japanese names. 
I think it's here's, here's, here's what it is. Oh, uh, that really helps me. Thanks. Here. I can't read that. Uh, for viewers at home, yeah. um, who can, or not viewers, listeners, I'm holding the phone way far away from Give it. Nick. <laughs> Tiny text that says the director's name. All right. So my my movie is uh, Dark Water, directed by Hideo Nakata. Nakate, I think, is how you. Obviously, one of Nick's favorites. <laughs> <laughs> he directed Ringu, and I like Ringu. Um, Dark Water is Rango. about yeah, Ringo, the Johnny Depp movie. Ringo is pretty good. Ringo. Ringo is Dark Water. Anyways, uh, let's stop. Dark Water is about a recently divorced mother who has a child. Well, not recent, like getting divorced. In, in the process. In, in the process, but they're separated. Show so much this guy knows. And they move into an apartment, and creepy stuff happens. Yeah. And that's basically the simple plot. Absolutely. That's a little. That's an incredibly light. Adding like on the to it, most uh, bare we're gonna, bones. We're gonna add on okay. to it with our discussion. Um, that, I, I think there's a lot. I more. I want to start with our. Um, I'll start off real quick. I'm gonna say this movie is, eh. Okay. Okay. Um, eh. I think, it does have some pretty great performances. I would say. The main mother, I think she does. She does a pretty good job. Like you can see, I'm seeing a lot of nodding in there. You know, I'm I'm just letting you talk. Oh yeah, I'm gonna pull I'm my gonna notes pull, as well. I have a couple notes. Um, in this one. Oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we no. come prepared. I'm like other members of the podcast. Did you watch this movie illegally, Nick? No, I watched that. Yeah, Nick has fun. a um, FBI agents out there. Um, we got one over here. If you ever want to come pick him up, too bad you don't know um, his last name. So you can. I think this movie is eh. I think it has a pretty good atmosphere to it. It definitely has a setting atmosphere at the beginning shot. You immediately know what you're getting into. It's a moody horror movie. And I would say this movie works better as a when it's a drama than a horror. Because when it's a horror, it kind of just goes into the same cliches that we've seen. But I would say that's because it's dated, not because it was unoriginal. You know how I love the dated excuse. Well, I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, right. keep going. It's okay. I'm done. I'll 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 we'll John because no, I no actually I want I'll, I'll go up. I want to go first. <laughs> well, I expected to be the downer here, but it turns out I'm gonna be the upper by saying I didn't love the movie, but I did like it. I think there's yes. a lot of uh, I think there's a lot of merits to this film, and I think there are. It's definitely a very flawed movie, but I think there are a lot of merits to this film, and I'd like to hear because I believe, judging by. Uh, I haven't said anything yet. Judging by one person here has already seen my the body language of Jonathan. One person here has already seen my letterbox review. So I would say there's a lot of merits to this film. I think name one. (laughs) Okay. All right. No, we'll get into that. Jonathan, you go on. We'll get Jonathan. uh, I think this movie is ass. I fucking hated this movie so much. Each second I watched this movie, I wanted it to be over. Really? Yes. Did not, I did not expect that. I think this movie was movies was wrong. No, I just think this movie was ass. I think uh, I think almost nothing happens in it. I I will defend I, that. I, I will, will disagree that with that point. In fact, I th- okay. It's a personal. All right. I will say mo- I most think... of the flaws I had with this film is, are that I I think they're more like objective flaws. Like here's yeah. the thing: this movie did wrong. I think the movie works well in a metaphorical sense, and I think yes. there are some legitimately scary scenes in this film. I disagree. <laughs> I think one of my favorite the only scares scene... is very early on in the movie, when the, hand, thought, uh, the well, hand grabs her in the elevator, and you see her child run away. I think that's a pretty great, like, reveal. I, I would also say the first scare sucks, 
It does. Uh, I don't the know if you remember the, the, the elevator? elevator one where the girl oh, pops yes, up in the and it like yeah. does a cut to the girl in the elevator and it, zooms in, it like, plays like the cheesy. That wasn't the worst scare. The no. bathtub scare. The bath where it grabbed her face. Yeah, that, that was yeah, god awful. Okay. What I would what I would say is I did think the performances were a little stale. I didn't think they were bad. I thought they were. Bad. I thought they were stale. I, I, I thought they were so boring. Some of them were bad. I do think the movie looks good. I yes. think it's a very well shot movie. It's I think, very well shot. I will give it that. I think technically, it, I think it does it looks good. a good job There's of building shot. atmosphere. I mm -hmm. also think it, it does a good job of building the atmosphere. I thought the water dripping from the ceiling and one might say a little too overtly dingy, rundown apartment building they live in built a good atmosphere. Yeah, it did kind of look like a prison. I will admit. Uh, I would say this movie works really well in a metaphorical sense, mm -hmm. and I think the movie is about child neglect. Yes. And I think it's I very could clear go farther into it. I want to know what what do you hate the well, most okay. about this? Let me let me go through some things. One, I there's this movie is giving me like no reason to care about these characters in any way. From the jump, I don't feel any connection to them. They have no qualities that make me like them. The child is incredibly emotionless. I don't think the child actor is very good at all. I think the mother is pretty boring. And when she does show emotion, she goes a little bit over the top. Um, I think there's not enough backstory or anything there to make me care about them. Uh, I think for the first almost 45 minutes of this movie, almost nothing happens of significance, really. I disagree. Like what? I also disagree. Like what do you think happens? I just think it builds a scary atmosphere. Really I don't well. think this movie was scary at all. I do. I thought a lot of it was very unsettling. As, yes. Uh, I thought a lot of the girl with the yellow jacket that she saw was unsettling. Yeah. I did not. My, it just wasn't doing my, it. My for main me. complaint, I, and I generally don't find scary children scary because scary children aren't scary because children mm -hmm. aren't scary. Agreed. But I would kids. say this movie presents it most of the time. There's definitely moments where it's awful scares. Like I said, I hated the first scare. And that's where I started to doubt that I would enjoy this movie. But I, I would say most of the scares are handled in a pretty mature and effective way. Yes. At least it worked for me. It worked for me too. Um, I was never, I never felt tense. I never felt scared watching this. I, it was, I was just waiting for it to end. I was waiting for something intriguing to happen, and it really almost never did. Mm. Like, I, I knew a child. Well. I knew I, I knew a child was missing, and I knew it seemed the child had died. And I get I get where you're coming from with the child neglect thing, but like, it's hard to explain why. But this movie just wasn't doing it for me. Um, I'm gonna interject and say. The reason I chose this movie is because I love Japanese horror. I think with Japanese horror stories, you can get Which the most... Which is, I'm surprised you didn't like it more. Um, it just... Why, why did you think the movie was eh, Nick? I think I was going in with the expectations of Ringu, which I absolutely adore. Never seen Ringu. Ringu's great. I recommend it. Maybe if we can not. Oh, I mean, if I didn't like this movie much, maybe mm -hmm. I won't that one. You didn't like the dream sequence? You didn't think the dream sequence was creepy or... Dream sequence... The dream sequence? Where it's raining. Yeah. yeah, you don't remember. And like half of the screen is muddled with rain. You didn't think that was cool or... When... I'm trying to remember this. I don't even remember you it. You don't remember wow. the dream sequence? Okay. She dreams and what like... What does she dream most about? Most of the screen is 
fogged up. Or I remember a dream wet. sequence that and she wakes up and her kid's she, gone, right? She wakes up and yeah, and I she remember sees that. I don't remember rooftop. what the. What you don't happens. think it looks cool? I no, I'd stand. I think the movie looks pretty <laughs> did, good. Don't you think it? Did that scene not work for you or what? Nothing. I remember. I never felt scared or tense in this movie. Um, I would, I, I didn't I didn't feel the same way. I would disagree because I think I, we can't disagree with how I felt. That's that. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> I think this movie deals with abandonment pretty well. I think generally the thought of being abandoned is very scary. No, yeah, I think this mom is terrible. Well, I don't Do think you? she's a terrible mom. I feel mom. sympathy for the mom. I feel sympathy for her. She seems like the, she is she's constantly her losing her but kid. The, the movie her is about child neglect. She's away. constantly okay, leaving her, her kid at school. Though? That wasn't her fault. She was at work. She had to get a job. She's, she's, I know, but you'd still call the school and be like, I'm late at work. She was at an interview. Yes, <laughs> you can still call the school. If you tell yeah. the interviewer, I am... It, my kid is at school. No you've one can pick had, them up. You've never had anything to leave your mind at one point. Oh, your kid? Yeah. If I had a kid, I'll that, leave my kid in the that car. Makes you know okay? I think the movie is about child neglect. And yes, and that's what I'm saying. This yes. mom sucks. But I think that's why it's about child neglect during divorce. I believe because there's no side you can go to if it's child neglect during divorce. I mean, and you could go to the father. Is, he seems is, like he the side care. of that that it shows at the end. I don't think this movie quite stuck the landing for me. Yes, I also. Uh, but I would say the, the elevator end ending of, scene I thought was terrible. I, that, the, I thought the elevator ending scene was cool. I thought it was cool. The water, the, 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 the shot with the water blasting out was of the amazing. Elevator. I was like, the, the dead body looks incredibly silly. Dated. Yes. I it, I, dated. Not even dated. It yeah, just okay. looked silly. I didn't it get why the practical. mom had to stay in the elevator. I think with the it kid, was, it was the thing that. She knew this wasn't gonna it was, end. It was more a metaphorical yeah. thing. Yeah, but like, it she doesn't chose make sense this one child plot. over another. Mm -hmm. No, she didn't though. Yes, she did. Yeah. She chose did the she dead child over her own. Yes. That doesn't make any sense though. Because this child's been through so much, and it's never had a real mother because it was abandoned. So she decided to try to give this child love. I don't think the she movie had been communicated with her own yes. child the entire film, and she knew that her child had a father. The movie did not communicate this very well then. I think it think. did. <laughs> and I think the final scene is showing how her most kids whose parents abandon them still feel this love for the mother, still mm -hmm. feel like their mother or father protected them in some way. I think that last scene does work for me. When she's talking to her mother. I think it works. I don't think... I, it just never had that moment, like that aha, that hit me moment that was I was waiting for. There was never a punch for. at the end that I really wanted. Like, there's a shot of the girl exactly. in the background that I really liked. But it just never built on that, I and mean, I was kind of disappointed there. But. Well, I think this is a hard one to really argue about because it's more Jonathan. It's more just saying it didn't really work for him. Yeah, know? and I just think that like a lot of it, like it's. I don't think the plot really like went anywhere, meaningful. Like it felt disjointed in a way. This was this was linear a linear plot, but it, in a way it felt way like it was more disjointed than something like do the right thing. Do you know um, what I mean? I felt like there was a momentum to the movie. It was a yeah. slow momentum, it but was, I felt there was a momentum. Really way I definitely slow. felt a build to something, and I, I got into it. I was invested in the story, pretty much the yeah. whole movie, I think. I just the only times that took me out were some of the weaker scares. I know? didn't feel mm -hmm. invested in the characters themselves. I felt I pretty feel... invested. I liked the lawyer that helps her. 
He seems like a really nice. He seems like I want to. I want to profit all. I want to get involved with this woman who's going. It also does seem like he might be in it for for profit, but I don't know. Not profit, but like. For personal gain. Personal emotional profit. He does help her. He wants to bang this girl who. Bangs. Whoa, I didn't get that deal. I don't. Something about a divorce lawyer who attempts to help out mothers is kind of shady to me. Mothers going That's through divorces. Job. I know, but then That's... tries to like go overboard and like become involved with them. Seems a little shady yeah. to me. I I thought the guy had generally pretty innocent yeah. intentions. I have no idea. I thought there was a romance between them, but I didn't think it was yes, like I'm I in here just to bang and leave. I'm Fair giving enough. you another kid. I'm not here. I I think I this movie was frustrating that I think with the same subject matter and the same, I don't know, same quality of film. I think it's a very well-made film. Yes. I think it could have been a masterpiece. I just think there's things throughout that <laughs> kind of took me out of it or weren't very effective or were dated or just didn't look great. Like, again, the silly dead body looks ridiculous and terrible. I'm gonna say something. The, I thought the bathtub scene was effective until yeah. it grabbed her face, in which case it became incredibly the hair, silly. The hair in the water scene I liked. That is genuinely unnerving. The hair in the water scene was unnerving to me. I think a lot of the times when it would be a shot of the ceiling, like the water yes. ceiling growing, I, I think great. that I liked, I think those, that was where, the only things that made me unnerved were like not paranormal things. We're just simply seeing like this decrepit place. I think that yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it builds a great atmosphere. I also I think, think that's what I the think movie it does the best. Sometimes it feels like a better drama movie than a horror movie because sometimes those horror scares just don't land. So you're kind of just more like. I was invested. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was more invested. I think. Um, what was I going to say? I respect you guys. I think the the water growing yes, on right the now? ceiling. No, I do respect it. Obviously, it has a lot of symbolic meaning, especially yes. when the water when the water recently. replaces her daughter's mm-hmm. outline in the bed. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the stuff I appreciated from this film, and that's why I was generally fairly positive on this film. I again, I didn't love it, but I think I think it could have been a lot better. Yes. If there weren't these things throughout that kind of work, I was like, eh. I think this movie could have like an authentic Japanese remake, and it could have been better. You know there is an English remake of this film. Why do you think I didn't recommend that one? Uh, it looks it like looks terrible, complete dog shit. It looks yeah. awful. It was during that time where we were remaking like Japanese horror movies after The Ring, so we were just like. Uh, it oh, seemed seem like they took Dark Water, took all of the subtlety out of it, yeah, and then uh, made it really dumb for Americans so they could mm-hmm. understand. Like they did with One Miss Call. Even though One Miss Call, the Japanese version, isn't really that great. Or the American version of Martyrs? Yes. Are we done with this one? Anyways, <laughs> I think we're done with this yeah. one. Yeah. Like uh, there isn't much to discuss. Uh, Jonathan, you want to go first? No, you guys can go first. Alright, I'll go first. I'm giving this one probably a 5 out of 10. Really? I'm, you seem fairly positive about it. I am positive, but there is some issues I have to... Those horror... When those scares don't land, it really drags down the movie. Well, I originally gave it a six and a half to maybe a very light seven. I think I'm gonna probably give it more of a six to six and a half. Probably, yeah. probably if I had to rate it on Letterboxd, I'd give it three stars. I think my issue is I was kind of expecting more from you, so I kind of just set myself up for failure with my expectations. Yeah. 
Maybe if you watch it again, knowing what it was, you yeah. might like it more. <coughs> Jonathan has a chance to. I, I, I'd probably give it. I gave it one star on Letterboxd. Um, that is harsh. That yeah. is incredibly harsh. I, yeah, um, I think I gave it one star, right? I think you did. I think that's what it was. Uh, yeah, I think I'm in the. <sighs> you guys made some good points. I think. I would have to rewatch it again. No, no, no. I'm probably. <laughs> it's his favorite three, film. I'm in the three watched. to four range, more close to three. Okay. Three. I'd say I'll, three and a half. I guess it's three and a half out of ten. Yes. <laughs> okay. I was going to say three and a half stars. No, not like, three and a half stars. All right. All right so um, Nick five, me six, you three. Yes. Dark water, more like. Don't even say it. I didn't have anything. Well, yeah. Did Dark you think farter? I was? I thought you were going to say... Fart water. Yeah, something dumb like that. Dark all larder. Are we ready for... Uh, the main event. Dogville. This is the one I'm excited to talk about. Me too. I'm very excited this to talk is, about Dogville. Yeah. All right. this, this, this one alone has might the make most this, to unpack, pod, I think. this pod go long. So, we're strap already, in, everyone. We're already I, uh, close to an hour. Oh, shit. We're at about 50 minutes. Ooh. So, um, we might be anyways, pushing an hour and a half on this one. I'm fine. With that. I, I suggested the film uh, Dogville by one of my favorite directors, Lars von Trier. Uh, I decided yeah. uh, for, this, for this part, for this podcast, I didn't, I didn't want to talk about any of his other films because there is more debate and I didn't want the, the review of Dogville to. Um, we might come back to that. To turn into a, a screaming worry. match about we a different get the film. H. We may have some discussion. Oh, uh, boy. We didn't want that to happen. So anyways... No, we didn't want that someone to die on set <laughs> on the first podcast. So, Dogville is a film about a small town, a, a close-knit community in the mountains. Um, one day, a woman shows up. Uh, they hear a gunshot in the forest. A woman shows up. Uh, she hides in the mine and a group of gangsters come into town and uh, ask where the woman is hiding. They, they don't reveal uh, and then the gangsters leave and this woman played by Nicole Kidman, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I forgot her name. What's her name? I think it's Grace. Nicole Kidman. Grace? Grace. Oh, I uh, thought you were talking about me. Grace. Uh, she slowly becomes integrated in the community uh, until eventually, for multiple reasons, none of her them really her fault ever. She starts to become sort of, of one of them, yeah, kind of. Sort of. So she's she starts to become sort of the black sheep of the the community after she's been accepted. After they have this weird two week program where she must prove that she's part of the community. They start to turn against her. They start kind of abusing her in a lot of ways. She does. Uh, she gets raped by one of the village people. I think you mean multiple. Well, I mean, that's we later, don't have to go into later deep in the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, basically, so things escalate. so basically things escalate. Uh, people are turning against her so much so that she tries to escape from Dogville. Uh, her plans fail, and she ends up actually. She actually ends up being chained to a huge metal block and being forced to like basically a, work. Like a wagon wheel or something? Yeah. Something like that. It was metal. She's, she's yeah. essentially forced to slave labor 
physically and sexually for the town. And uh, she's trapped there until the gangsters return. And she decides she's going to become part of the gangsters. Apparently one uh, of the gangsters was her dad, who well, also yeah. shot yes, at her. Yes. So, shot at her. Yeah, in a fit of anger, she he <laughs> shot at her. And after probably an hour, she came to the decision... So to yeah, an hour yeah. of talking the car. Yeah, she has an ex- a incredibly long conversation More with her father later. and uh, decides I'm going to become a gangster and I want everyone in Dogville killed. And they burn the town down and kill all of its citizens. And Very quick turn of and, yes. uh, change of... <laughs> that's where the film ends. Yeah. So, what did you guys think of Dogville? Maybe you'll save Nick for last here. Because I think... Okay. I think well, we'll, first off, we haven't even mentioned what's the gimmick of the okay, movie. Okay, well, let me explain the gimmick, because unlike these two, I had no clue. I came into this movie completely blind. I had no clue of the gimmick. I didn't and know he, this is what he meant by that. Nick was half aware. I was the only one who was entirely aware of what the so, film would be hopefully like. Hopefully you guys have watched this, if you're listening to this. But if there were one that you didn't watch, it or would be this one. Or you watched some of it and might this have given up. Because this is a long movie, it's a three, three hours. Three hours. Um, but there's no, there's no set in this movie. Um, it basically, it seemed to take place in some sort of warehouse. Um, all the houses are chalked in. There's very limited props. No walls. A bench here and there, a desk, a dog is literally just a drawing of a dog, labeled dog. So everything's labeled with chalk, it seems like. Yeah, I couldn't really tape, tell. maybe. But yeah, there's no set. And often this provides for great comedy, such as you hear a dog barking, but it will simply be something labeled dog. People opening fake doors, a bell suspended in midair. Very comical <laughs> stuff like that. So anyways, what did you think of the film? I... Okay. <laughs> if I had one word, we discussed this slightly, but if I had one word to describe this film, it's frustrating because there's so much potential here. There's so much there, and I feel like it's just below the surface, but it's never fully realized, and it is, it's, it's constantly, it constantly held me by a thread of like, oh, okay, this is interesting. I see something here. And then it always pulled it away from me and it always frustrated me. It's mm-hmm. the only word I can come up with this is just frustration at how much of this did not work. It, it's a movie. I, I'm going to speak from personal, how I personally felt before watching the film. It's a movie. I've, I've seen a number of Vontru's other works. I really enjoyed them. It's a movie that's always fascinated me. It's always interested me. I've wanted to watch it for probably like a year now. I just never got around to it. Because I always thought the idea of it is so cool. And I stand by that. I do two two I things, that two cool things I, I hate heard hearing in uh, film reviews is uh, the phrases, and they're used all the time. Weird. Uh, the phrases weird for the sake of being weird and style over substance. I don't think this is weird are, for the sake of are, being weird. Wait, let, uh, let me that. just finish. Is, those are two things I hate to be here is weird for the sake of weird and style over substance. However, I would say there is shit in this movie where I'm like, that is just pointless. I don't even, I don't know what they were going for in terms of comic relief or one my, my shining example of this would be there's a shot where you can see a girl jump roping in the background 
and she has no jump rope, but there are props in the movie. Like, there yes, are props They were throughout. using a jump rope earlier in the movie. Yes, yes. So I Dog was like, bone, like, what did he just think it would be cool to have this girl not be using a jump rope? There's other, there's other stuff like, uh, there's just like the bushes throughout and there's things that could have, because there's trees in other parts of the film too. There's just, there's things throughout where I feel like. There's no rule. Like, yeah, there's, there's no rules. A film like this where there's no set, there should be rules about. Like, there should be specific rules where it creates a world. And this, it felt more like, we're just going to mess around the whole time it's with very, this. We have no set, so we're going to... It like, seems like a gimmick. Experimental things should have a rule. Yes. Because, like, I, I was, get the... This, this film could pull it I off get the argue, if, so like, if, they, if they were stricter rules. Like, they always knock on the doors and open the doors that are imaginary. But I swear in the beginning, there's a scene where they shout through the walls to the other people. No, yeah. Uh-huh. There, is, there is. But then they all <laughs> imagine like they can't see the people behind their walls, too. To later the in the there's film. There's a rape going there's on. There's a rape going on and no one noticed. I think that's probably the, and I, a really good shot that actually works. I think there were, sh- I think all the shots that yes. were top down. There was a lot of I, I always loved, I loved how that looked. Well, I'm yes. that gives you, though, we're not to me yet. Because that gives you, because I think where the gimmick works is making this a very close space where mm-hmm. all these people are very close. Yes, and you, you and never would... leave the space. The only time you do is the truck scene, and, and the truck scene is incredibly this... claustrophobic and uncomfortable. And whenever you see the top-down shots, it gives you a great scale. I think it just gives you a great scale. Like, I loved the one where it's um, it's sped up and it's showing her going and doing her yes. daily yes, activities. I liked that a lot. I just like Whenever it was top-down, I loved how that looked. Yes, and when I zoomed I, down into the truck, I liked that too. Yes, that whole sequence I thought was pretty. The whole truck sequence is probably yes. my favorite. That's when that's this a, movie worked, and which is funny I, because I would, that's, I would say, uh, let's talk about the movie. How the movie starts. Let's start with there's nine chapters. Let's start with the film. goods. Can I, I say we can start I with the opinion? goods? Uh, yeah. Next, well, if we're next starting with me. Okay. All right. Sorry, sorry for the profanity. Fuck this movie. I was upset <laughs> watching this. I do like Lars von Trier. I actually do. He pisses me off a lot. But I've seen a lot of stuff I... Like, really... in what movie does he piss you off in? Like, what other no, movie? let's not talk about this. <laughs> Nymphomaniac. Alright. Good well, answer. Well, I haven't seen that, so... Yes. Good answer. Um, but... There is good stuff in this movie. There's some pretty great stuff in this movie. But, God, is there some god-awful stuff in this movie? Some of the writing is so bad. 100%. Agree. There, There is... Unforgivable sins in this movie that you can't even. There's a love plot that is so. The love plot is so. It it comes out of nowhere, nowhere. and that dance scene is one of the most awkward things. I wouldn't say it comes out of nowhere. I would Uh, say it's excruciating, excruciatingly extended and on the nose the entire film. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it. I think it does come completely out of nowhere. No, they kind of set up from the beginning when she shows up that he's in love with her. I know, but like. Why is she in love with him? There was never he's any the express only, like non. But that doesn't mean you have to, I think that's simplifying her. her character. I think everyone's kind of like Every simplified characters. Char- 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 that's also another issue. There's Which is insane because you have three hours to develop the characters, all the characters and all of them are kind of suck. flat, stagnant characters. They're so the, including like, Nicole Kidman, who is supposed to be the only like I think real her human performance. In the film. Kind of sucked for the most she's part. Yeah. She's real. Like when she's trying to be like <laughs> lifeless, I think it just com- like 
I didn't even think that's bad. Like, she seems lifeless throughout the whole movie. Yeah, I was like, and then when, she, she's, and then when she's trying to be lifeless, she's it's I, even I worse. I realized that Nicole Kidman, the only performance I've liked from Nicole Kidman Funny. is... That's not Nicole Kidman, bro. That's Naomi Watts. <laughs> we'll edit that out. They're both blonde. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Nicole. The only performance I like from Take Nicole two. Kidman is uh, The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yes. In a movie where everyone is purposefully supposed to act stilted and lifeless the whole time. Every other movie I've seen her in, she sucks because she acts stilted and lifeless. And also, like, what's the point of her being stilted and lifeless in this? Exactly. All the characters. I'm fine with the 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 um the people of Dogville being stilted and lifeless because they're I'm all not. supposed to be caricatures. I of, wanted like, more. There's they could have been characters. What this movie's talking about is like poor people, and I think you could have made. You I don't have think to make them likable. Well, dogs or whatever you. But even okay, it would have been so much more interesting if they were like you. They're like you were really like kind of friends with these characters, like Nicole Kidman. Was or not friends, no, but I, if you made them yes. any. In any way, if you develop them no, at all, like they played the, with it, like the a guy who's blind but pretends not to be blind, like that's interesting. And then, but the character himself is not like interesting whatsoever. Just an asshole to him out of for nowhere. no reason. For she's out of nowhere, she's no decided. There's so many things that happen in this, just <laughs> completely out of nowhere. But like, let's talk about how the movie's structured. There's nine chapters and a prologue. The prologue is meaningless. It's yes, the introduction to the characters. It's like five. You don't learn anything. It's like it's like. Maybe like five minutes long, Which you and then learned. the actual introduction of the characters happens in the next chapter. Yeah, when she, yeah. It's kind of just like, I guess it's trying to settle you down to this idea of like, oh, there's no sense. This All is the set. intro should have been like showing you this. It should have been a top-down view of it that like panned mm -hmm. over the set. Yes, that's I agree. maybe Which like is what it kind of was. But then that's it, all you need. It's all you need. You don't need this. Yeah. This movie needs to trim the fat. Oh my Half god. Half of this movie is fat. So this movie could have been an hour and a half long. Countless I would love scenes of extended dialogue that are absolutely painful. The car. So okay, can I talk? So talk about the car I want to. Can we keep stay on the goods? Because there are so many bads I want to get to, but I want yeah. to be somewhat structured in this. Okay. Well, I would. So let I would me. I want to say some goods. The me too. Me too. I think okay. that the basic plot and story of this is very interesting. Yeah, and I, I like would it. Agree. I, would I think that the I idea would, of in of a outsider coming into a small town and increasingly being slaved enslaved it's, by it is very very interesting and has so much potential and then but like sorry i'm sticking in the guts so yes i think that the basic plot of this is interesting and it's very times. unsettling and there are times where i was in i was invested more in this than dark water i would say i, I would completely disagree i would honest, me, i would honestly but, say as well, I would say that the film not having any sets could work yes. for me. I think that could work. Especially no, with the story that Because is it's presented. supposed to be a of, tight space. I kind of love that idea. I like me the too. idea too. That's I, why I was so excited to That's why I'm saying there's so much potential with that. It's so much interesting. But so many times it was only used for com but comedic effects. And I don't, I don't know if it was And I don't know if it was meant to be yes, comedic effects. I was laughing at this movie. I laughed at this probably more than Do the Right Thing. Yes. And I don't know if I was supposed to. What I would say is probably the first... 30 minutes or so, we were laughing really hard at And this then film. I was like, okay, this isn't, this and isn't then funny anymore. And then it wore off, and then it kind of got annoying, but the story was still so boring that it, you didn't get invested in it. Because I think no matter what you do, the idea is going to be funny. I don't think yes. the story at was the boring. Impact. I think the writing was boring. 
I think the story was boring because of how slowly paced and I know, but if we're looking at there was no momentum. If you to were to look, at, yeah, I agree. But if you like, plotted out at, what happened, it would be interesting. Interesting. That's what I'm saying. I think if you're looking at simply the story, I think it's interesting. But like the way it was written, the way it was acted, it all fell short tremendously. Yes. Anyways, what I was gonna say is, you reach chapter six, which I believe is called Dogville Bites Back or something. No some stupid, chapters are like a description. Some stupid basically. pun. Some of the like chapters made like the one was like, what was it like? Anyway. Instead of the town votes, it was like, um, oh yeah, it was yeah. like Grace fights back or something. Great like Grace indulges in a, a pro pro uh, provoking act or something in like a that. Provocation or and something. And then like, what actually the main thing was was the town voting on her. Also, let's talk about that. Wait, 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 wait. Let me stick with the goods. <laughs> okay. Let me stick. With Sorry, the goods. I do. That's one of the funniest parts of this. That's the issue one. with this movie. Every let, time you have a good, it just dissolves let, into, into a million let's stick, bads. Let's stick with the goods for now. I would say from Dogville Bites Back to the beginning of Chapter 9, I liked the film. Agreed. That's, yes. that's the meat of it, and that's when I felt good about The meat of the that. movie was when the, the, when the villagers started fighting back and, and started the, turning against her. And when yeah. she that's got when I got That's when I got invested, and that's when I, was, I started to get scared i started to feel uncomfortable i for started her. to be like is this movie gonna redeem itself like yes. I, I would start yes like, i started actually feeling I mean, like, okay they're obviously dogville bites back starts with the spanking scene which one is, of the worst scenes it's so hilarious it's such a hilariously ridiculous and morbid idea that i think okay it almost the first, worked. let's say the first half Let, let's say no let's say the from the rape scene on yeah, the rape yes, scene on. Rape scene on until chapter nine, the final chapter. Mm -hmm. I think the, the shot of her. Works. I'd like the shot of her laying down after the rape, where it like pans out. It's it's brutal. Yeah. The, the, the the truck rape scene in particular, oh, I the, thought was excellent. That whole yeah. the truck I sequence, that whole sequence was great. And the reveal that he brought her back was like it's a it was punch. well done. It's and a then punch. her being chained and being forced and the speed, kids it all like, it the all kids, worked. Like, it all worked for me. Yes, me too. What, I think it really added to like. That, like, that's I, when I was I like, started to feel like, I was like the grime oh. of the like, film. Oh shit! Like this is this is good. I was like, oh, this is. Like, I was like, I feel gross watching me this now. entire time to try to get me more. Because like, there's yeah. a point where I was like, why does this have an R rating? Maybe even oh, score. Yeah. And yeah, then she gets like raped, an and, and then I was like, oh, that's why. And then it gets war. It gets darker it gets, and by the way her having her chain. The way it escalates is so great, and then. Even then, then chapter nine happens, and then whatever the hell. It's so hard to structure this review. It was, it was building, it was building so well, and then like, I was like, oh, is this guy? Is the guy gonna turn on her now? Like, her only friend is he gonna turn on her? Mm -hmm. Like that's that's another thing. Of and then he the does. story versus the execution. Because if you plotted out the story, chapter nine is awesome. Like yes. what happens in chapter nine is awesome. But the way it happens, but the way is it happens so is so god awful, dull and boring, and, and doesn't make meaningless sense. So chapter nine, she's reaching her breaking point. Basically, we're sticking to the goods. We still uh, have goods, right? Oh, we're still doing goods. Oh, we were out of goods. I just want to talk about the just general. Well, the goods and the bads will come as we yes. discuss. I think. Okay. I think I pretty much got my goods out of the way. I, got my I like the I, I like the I, the concept. I like this the basic con the idea. Yes. I think there was 
there could have been something smart said here, and the end credits were really the knife that sunk that in. The knife that sunk that in that this movie did not hit like I wanted it to. And I think it could have. Yeah. Because it could... Yeah. This movie did not... Let's talk about the ending. But before the ending, I think... Let's talk about the movie as a whole. Let's start from... Chapter one through chapter let's, nine. Yeah, let's go right. chapter by chapter. We need. I need to like. Let's remember. let's look at a list of the chapters. Okay. Yeah. Because I want to. There's so up. many moments. I want to talk about the voting, the initial voting scene. All right. Because I think this is one of the most blasphemous things, and I don't know if it was done for comedy or not. Things. I don't even know. I don't know if it was done for comedy well, or what, not. What did we? I was mentioning that was hilarious. Oh, when Let before me, she leaves. And they all come up to her, like, oh, yes. oh we'll my get God. to. Right. <laughs> so, the scene I'm talking about, I think, is <laughs> one of the I laughed hardest at was when they're trying to figure out uh, if to um, keep Grace or not. To keep Grace or not, and they're like, um, you can only say if all 15 of the townspeople vote for you. So, she's like, we can't have her in the room when we vote. Um, she's like, okay, I'll go wait by the mine, and if. Ring a bell for every person who votes for every me. <laughs> and if I count 15, I'll stay. Instead of, <laughs> ring the bell if one person doesn't vote for me, and then I'll leave. <laughs> and well, that and continues... Say, ring the, the bell if all the people voted for me. That continues the, the theme of... The, no, because then, like, she could, she wouldn't know when. One of the most cornball moments in the movie, too, when she starts when she to climb the mo- mountain. Oh, my God. She's like, and then the right as she's climbing the fake mountain, ding, I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. But, yeah, I think <laughs> there were a lot of funny moments rolling on the bell. Like, when, what was the one when she was at before the July table and the guy comes and is like, there, the police, there's someone in a car on the way, and she's like, Martha <laughs> says, she's like, do you want me to ring the bell? Ring the bell? <laughs> like, I think that was done for comedy. That's the thing, another, I don't know if it's even, a, it's another frustration I have with this film. I don't know. Is I don't know where the comedy <laughs> ends and the real movie begins. Like, the spanking yeah. scene. The spanking like, scene. Like, what the hell was the that? Spanking, is Child actor, let's get that. Yes. Well, Lars von Trier notoriously bad at directing children, and he sucks in this one too. That kid. It, it's extra bad. <laughs> that kid, what was his name? Jason. Yeah, Jason. Oh my God, he. Like I get that they're trying to make him a little shit. The writing is so but, like, bad. He though. was so bad. <laughs> and the whole spanking scene. Like, did you it's impossible I've been being not. Bad? <laughs> like I didn't know. Like. I didn't know if he was, it was some sort of sexual like, yeah. thing. Yeah, I, I, I took it as a sexual thing. I did thing. too, because he had some sort of weird thing going it's on. Come on, it's, it's so, so perverted and weird that I and almost can't believe that it was a sexual thing. And then when she was actually spanking him, it was so funny. When he starts kicking the crib is when I lost him. <laughs> oh, when he starts punching the crib? Where we thought he was he actually... Thought he like punched and the like baby. the fake like stock baby so- sound. I guess there was a real baby though. No, that was only taken out of the end. There was, there was mm-hmm. no baby in there. No, there was a baby. No, there was not until the not end. Until oh, the wow, end. yeah, yeah. It was, it was clearly it just was like stock baby sounds. Yeah. Do you There's, have a list of the chapters? Then? Yeah, I brought up a list. A lot of it, like All the right. first, we still can't even start from the beginning. The first five <laughs> chapters, pointless. Like not really much happens. Yeah. So we still do chores. But we can talk about the prologue. Is just that it's a prologue it's that kind of explains some things. The characters, and the concept. Chapter one. Ex- introduces Again? the characters more yeah. than it's like we're explaining the characters twice i think not even that because 
The and prologue I, explained like maybe like three characters. I still can, for as long as this yes. movie is and as tight as it is, I couldn't name half. I couldn't give you half of their. I names. couldn't even give you like the traits of most of the characters. Um, like what? There's like the, every character. Apple Orchard. Example. Was the Apple every character guy's do name? the right thing. Chuck. Chuck was a weird rapist. Every rapist, character in the do uh, the right thing, you could give a description <laughs> of them based on something that wasn't their appearance or yes. their actions. I know. I love how comparable you, these movies are. You could you it could give so a description well. of their character based on things that aren't their actions or what they look like, which could, means they're good characters. Yes. They're in good this characters. movie, I couldn't name you. Jason Nicole Kidman Stoic. Uh, I don't know because apathetic? like oh you I think she's guess. you think she's is no Chuck I, is he aggressive okay and she's until he's not they give they down. give her this thing where it's like she never cries she's taught herself how not to cry <laughs> yeah, and, and then she, this woman smashes her dolls that she's well, been buying for who knows they, what they set up the figurine so that what, they could have that exact plot device but, so you can have the satisfying payoff at the end but it was funny that was another scene that was comical. It was if fun. you cry, it was they should have more. picked something other than goofy-looking figurines. And they, they could, they could have done something darker there. They could have done something to her worse. I was really no, I think, violence. I think that could have worked if yes. they picked an object that wasn't so goofy. Yeah, like there's definitely been movies where I've seen where a precious object or something that's really not that meaningful to the average person, when it's destroyed or killed. It's like it's painful. John Wick, the dog. Because like, <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm gonna say no. The dog is actually meaningful. That is a the dog is thing. meaningful, but you have no attachment to the dog at all. Was it? it the, the fact it, that it sets it's a, up that the dog the is a it, symbol for her. <laughs> but the fact that it is a dog. The, the fact that it is right, a dog. Let's not talk about John yeah, Wick. Why are we talking Sorry. about John Wick? Dog. Because John Wick is awesome. The first John Wick kind of not. This is okay. Who cares? All right. Anyways. John Wick three, go see see that as soon as possible. Anyways, speaking of dog, Dogville, let's dog, talk about all right. it. Dogville. Parallels. Speaking of dog, Hunter is here, the fourth guest. Yeah, you might have heard so. him snoring or farting, farting the whole movie, stanking I mean, off the whole podcast. All right. What are we? I think Dogville is melting my brain. Yeah, it is melting. <laughs> I mine. felt melted after watching that. Oh my god! I felt like deflated I after watching. I felt tired. Watching. I felt. I felt like. I really just... Okay, can we just skip to the ending? Yes. Can I give my thoughts on this ending? I have an extra thought on the ending. So, they call the gangsters. Mm. They think, oh, these people are after her because they've stolen something from her or whatnot. Um, they call the gangsters. The gangsters come into town. Yes, because they are not aware that she is the gangster's daughter. They think the gangsters and, were hunting her down. Which we thought, too, for the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they it's got, like a genuine twist until, until they, they get, came out. They get there, and then they're angry for some reason. Like, oh, she's related to them. Yeah. And even then, I'm like, so why is she have to go in? Why is she putting up with all this to escape them? Yeah, why, is, why was the dad shout, shooting at her? Not much to explain there, but... Yeah, anger issues, I guess. Whatever. I guess whatever. he's a mob boss. He shoots at his daughter for calling him arrogant. Fine, whatever. And then there's a, and then oh, let me Who keep wants explaining. To I no no I I'll keep going. Um, okay. so we get the twist. There the townspeople are angry. They're like, "Who chained her up?" They like start beating him. The guy who chained her up or whatever. The guy who's the worst checkers player of all time for he's, some reason. He's stupid. That's um, his character. <laughs> yeah. Until he's not. Um, no, he's always. So stupid, she gets taken into a car. Who cares? The town is all no watching. Character. She gets in the car and 
she refers to the guy in the car as daddy or whatever. And you're like, oh, okay. she's related to this guy. It's her dad. And then Surprise. for some reason, there's a dialogue between these two that goes mm-hmm. on. It could have been an hour. It, it parallels, I would say, at least four to five other scenes it was, where I started laughing out loud for at how long. How long. Was. But this one, one of the other worst examples being the love, the, the bench, love bench where they're just saying the same the things over and over again. Yeah, I think it was the I think it was the worst in the car. They go back and forth on the same topic. It could have been three hours. It could have been the whole movie. Honestly, it's so long. It, and they're saying they're saying the same the thing same, over and over again. I think we should. I think all bad people should be gotten rid of. I think we should feel empathetic for them. You're, You're arrogant. arrogant. You're arrogant. And then it repeat, wa- rinse, wash, repeat. She exits over the car, again. comes back in, and they have the same they conversation. Have a, it's, it's, not, it's not even like the themes they talk about <coughs> have been established. In the yes, movie. it just comes out of nowhere. And it's interesting themes, but there's no, they come out of nowhere. And her heel turns out of nowhere. She is so strongly in. I love how I do like how the light changed both the times that happens. Mm-hmm. That's yes. one of the other things I liked. <clears throat> and her heel, she turns the heel so quickly into an absolute monster. Yes, <laughs> she turns from being so empathetic towards these people to like, and eh, never mind, kill her kids and make her watch <laughs> just out of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> The thing I think that makes that scene so painful is not, it might not be the longest, it might not even be the worst written, but like we said before, we were invested in the film at that point. Yes. Like, we were into it then, because for probably the first hour and a half, we weren't. We were laughing at it, and then we were bored, and then, like we said, the rape scene happens, and then we got into it again. We started, Maybe we were we were into it, we thought it was cool. Yeah, come on. Man. Whoa, what? <laughs> I mean, well, let's we already, not, we already, don't, let's not get a sound bite out of context sound bite of that. Jesus. Yeah, the rape scene. I was into it. I was we, digging it. We got it. into it. We were really digging oh, it. I was just, no, I was but, the, I was, I mean, we already explained that. I was disturbed. So yeah, yeah I, was like, I was intrigued. I was wondering where is, like, how is this going to conclude? Yes. And then we came to the conclusion that, oh, we know where this is going and we wanted it to happen. We, mm-hmm. I wanted this town to I die. I was so excited to kill this it town. It did eventually happen. But more to the, but I was more excited for them to die because they were all so annoying to me. Yeah. And not because Less because of what they did to her, and more because I just was. It was symbolic of killing the movie because I knew once they were dead, uh, the movie. And it would was end. like, oh, finally, like something really interesting is gonna happen. <laughs> this. You know what I mean? It was yes. more. It wasn't rooting it for. It was like, oh, I want this girl to get her revenge Even on these people. That killing scene is so laughable. It's comical. There's no blood at all. I think that was done purposely. Yeah. And I, I don't, I didn't mind that. I wanted. But something. like, I think like when you're killing children in front of their parents, I think there should be some sort yes, of emotion there has to, to it. Yes, something. And Not Nick just, was laughing hysterically at yeah, that. It's so <laughs> dumb and funny. Like they straight up kill a baby. They put a gun to a baby's head and like kill it on and camera. It's supposed to be like disturbing or it's supposed to be like, thing. Oh my God. And like it it's just funny. They could have made it disturbing and they could have made you be like, oh maybe <laughs> like they could have like made you they could have had some inner conflicts like, oh, why was I rooting for these people to die? They're simply living in downtrodden houses trodden houses. Because no one has emotion. And then but then you're like, oh, 
that's why I wasn't rooting for these <laughs> characters because I can't even remember their names. <laughs> like, yeah. I think. All right, you want to do like closing statements about my this closing stuff? statement is there's so source. much untapped potential here. There's so much I could have liked. There's so much I wanted to like this movie, and so much stopped me from doing that. There were so many glimmers of hope, of greatness, of interest, and it just never never culminated into something almost never culminated into something that was worth watch i would a lot of times when i'm judging long movies i'm like would i watch this again and this is a case where i would probably i'd never want to watch this again i don't think all right so score well do you guys no you guys give your final statements oh i'll go next okay um here's what i'm gonna say you should watch dogville you should give it a watch Mm mm-hmm if after the first 45 minutes, because like I said, we were having a good time the first 30 minutes laughing at it. Uh, after the first 45 minutes to an hour, you find the movie incredibly painful and excruciating. Skip to chapter six. Watch until chapter nine. There's almost nothing. Yeah, nothing of yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. you'd be like, oh, things escalated. Skip That's from that so moment. Did you did chores? To chapter six. <laughs> she really did just do chores for like three chapters. <laughs> she literally just did chores for three chapters. Skip to chapter six. Watch until chapter nine. Skip the conversation she has with her dad. Watch the places burn down. And then that's the end of the movie. If you want to subject yourself to all three hours of Dogville, be my guest. I, what I would say about this film... <coughs> is a couple hours after it, it just kept coming back to my mind. I kept thinking about the film. Me too. Which isn't always the best judgment of whether a movie is good or bad, but I I kept thinking about how odd and unique of an experience it is. I really don't think any other movie is going to make me feel the way this movie felt, whether it was positive or negative emotions. Yeah, I, I would say I'm glad I watched this. I am not, I do not regret watching this immediately after I could not, I didn't, I couldn't wait. We, it's been like five hours since we've watched this and I couldn't wait to talk about it. Like we were struggling not to talk about it after. I feel the way I feel after, although I'm much more positive about dog building and about this film. I feel the way I feel about this movie, about Gene Dealming. Uh, I don't know if you are aware of Gene Dealming. Uh, do you know that film? Yeah, no, I do. Uh, Gene Dealman. Should we save it? Excruciatingly, I'm not watching. I'm not watching. Okay. From what you guys said, Gene Dealman is an excruciatingly long film. Uh, Me and Nick both hated it. I don't. uh, For our own reasons, we don't hate it because of the reasons I want you to hate it. Yeah. We hate it because it's a poorly made film. In our opinion, it is. Yeah. Uh, I think objectively, it's a pretty poorly made film. Yes, because there's just a bunch of. There's like errors technical just, errors throughout the film. Like, level one of you shouldn't make those errors. Yeah, people are walking around cameras. There's boom mics in the shots. Boom mics in shots where you could have so easily. Whatever. Like, this isn't right, a Gene yeah, Dealman. But anyways, after I watched Gene Dealming, I hated the film. I, I I really did. I really felt like a visceral hatred for Gene Dealming. <clears throat> but I don't regret watching it. And I think if you love films and I love art house films, you should at least watch Gene Gilman once. And I'm not I'm not, I'm not saying 
You'll love it. Uh, you just have to watch it. You alone. might even hate it, but I think you should watch it once. And I feel the same way about, about Dogville because it's such a unique, one-of-a-kind experience, even though I do think there's major flaws in the film. And I would concede that there are parts that I almost <coughs> love about Dogville. There's aspects of this film I think are fantastic, but I think I think it doesn't pull off most of what it's going for. For me. If you don't laugh within the first 15 minutes, just turn it off. Yes. Because then there's probably nothing redeeming about this. If you don't laugh and you aren't invested, especially, turn it off. Okay. And so. if you loved this movie, write in. Because I'd love to hear your... I would love to hear your defense to, make fun to of how, some of our points. I'd love to make fun of how wrong you are. <laughs> and that goes for... That goes for any time anyone writes in, we'll just make fun of you on the podcast. Yeah. On air. We'll we don't read care. your letter and rip it apart on air. Yeah, or right. burn it, uh, smoke smoke a weed out of it. Wow. I don't know. I'm trying to get caught. All right. All right. So FBI. FBI is already showing up because of Nick's legal movie watching. <laughs> About to get swatted as we speak. I don't like this movie. I think that's clear to see. I think you it's. You can't see anything in this podcast. Whatever. It's an expression. I think there's so many issues with it. The town just hates her out of nowhere. It starts out of nowhere. Mm. It starts with the kid, but that kid comes out of nowhere. And it's just a dumb excuse. And I just think, I don't know. I cannot see myself seeing this again. I really oh, can't. <laughs> I could. I'd, I'd watch it with people who have never seen it. And uh, I, I, think, would, I would watch it again because... <clears throat> I, I feel like I could possibly. I feel like I could possibly be persuaded into enjoying this film. I, I wouldn't say I didn't not, enjoy it. Not necessarily persuaded, but I could. I could definitely f f see me reading an analysis or watching an analysis that would give me a new light on how to view the film, and, and that could explain. potentially change my view. Because right now I I I didn't like it. I don't like this I'm movie. Curious what your guys' scores would be. Um, I'll just give my score right now two out of ten. What's your score, Carter? You guys are gonna think this is high. Oh no, I God. think I'm gonna be. I might be I'm high. going to give it a five out of ten. Are you kidding me? I was thinking five and a half, six. Jeez. I'm going to give it a five out of ten for I, all of the reasons I've already. I think I'm gonna go five and a half. And I I think. I genuinely, I genuinely loved this film. I think from six to nine. Mm-hmm. I can't even say I loved it from nine. And I liked it for. Still... I liked the comedic aspects. Yeah, the yeah, first yeah, half yeah. hour was very enjoyable because we thought it was hilarious. Even from six to nine, though, I was laughing at unintentionally like funny things. Yeah, I mean, listen. I didn't like Dark Water. You didn't like Dogville. I Again, if I had to rate this movie, I'd give it two and a half stars. I think, I, could I think I'm there too. One star. Um, follow me letter, on Instagram at... Letterbox. Oh yeah, yeah, everyone. Alright. Follow me on Instagram at Nick Movie Reviews. I post most of my movie reviews there. I'm kind of moving into Letterbox, but I've only done one review and I think it's Holy Mountain. And also I have a Twitter. Uh, one I think it is. I don't remember my Twitter, if I'm being honest. Well, thank you for that. That was really helpful. Uh, follow me on Letterbox. Shut up! <laughs> Whoa! I feel like I'm in uh, Mr. Blister. Right That's my name on letter block. Basketball Duncan. All right. You know what? Okay. okay. I might just 
Follow me on Letterboxd, whatever. Mr. Blister. Uh, some other reviews say check my Instagram. It's Mr. Blister as well. So mm -hmm. that's MR Blister. I do all my reviews on um, Letterboxd. I'm kind of new to this movie reviewing thing. Um, mine are most... The two are sneering at uh -huh. me because I'm an amateur. Um, I do music reviews, but I don't we don't talk about that here. We don't talk about music here. We don't talk about music ever here. But yeah, uh, John Pietrofeza, you won't be able to spell that. We'll put it in the description. We'll put all of our letterbox in the description yes. to follow. All right, I think that's that, it. I think we're done. Um, wait, we didn't announce the movies for next week. Oh, yes, oh, yes, yes. The baby. films for next week. So we're going to go around the circle each say our film, probably. The letter. Or uh, the letter we next week. Should we do something new? <coughs> should we say our favorite movie from today's episode? We, we can kind of infer that I think we all know. Okay, whatever. We'll do a movie of... Do the right thing. Do the right thing, yeah. Do the right thing. <laughs> Great job. All right, I'll start with my movie. We got the letter O from the randomizer. O, o as in? Octopussy. O as in? Octopussy. Oh, brother, where art thou? O as in, one sings, the other does not. Uh, go watch them. Uh, and then this might not come out a week from now. It might come out the same day as this one. Yes, go watch them before you watch the next episode or don't. We don't yeah, care. do what you want. I literally could care less. Okay. It's up to you. Uh, Venmo, at John Kitchenbeza, <laughs> if you'd like to support the podcast. Um, right now, we're doing this with no headphones or anything. Yeah. If this um, audio is fucked up. We don't know. Yeah. And also, no you know what? You probably matter. heard my dog in the background. You probably heard me coughing in the mic. Put your mic. All right. And we don't know Sex how to end the podcast. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. uh, bye. Adios.